0: Hello there. Thanks for listening to the Elevate Christian Church podcast. We exist as a church to connect people with God and each other. Today's message comes to us from our lead minister and preacher, Kevin Barton. We hope this inspires you, grows you, and challenges you in your faith and your walk with Jesus. Enjoy! We're going to continue. We're going to jump back into our series entitled Alive and Well. And we've been going through the book of James for the last several months. And the premise of this series is that we want your faith in Jesus Christ to be alive and well. Uh, We don't want you to possess a dead faith. Uh, We don't want you to have a dormant faith. We don't want your faith to be on life support, just barely hanging on. But But we want your faith to be living and active We want your faith to be alive and well. Today's message is entitled, Draw Near. Now until about six weeks ago, not many of us were familiar with the phrase social distancing. Social distancing has us staying at least six feet apart from each other. Um, we are to keep our distance from people and their germs. I don't know if you have seen this going around on social media, but I want to show you a picture of a guy who has mastered the art of social distancing. Take a look at this guy, and, and you know, I, I think this is genius to take six-foot-long pool noodles and make a crown on your head uh, to keep people away from you. Uh, Who knew that pool noodles could be used in so many ways? I kind of want to adopt that guy as a a grandfather. Uh, The idea behind social distancing is to maintain a safe distance so the COVID-19 virus won't spread from human to human. Now, there are new reports coming out that are saying that maybe we need to keep a 13-foot distance from other people. So, right now, in our current situation, we are literally having to keep people at arm's length. And, you know, I can't help but think that even before the COVID-19 pandemic, that many people have been distancing themselves from God. We want to keep God close enough in case of an emergency, but far enough away to live our lives the way we see fit, even if it contradicts the will, the work, and the word of God. And I think we've definitely been socially distancing ourselves from God for quite a while now. We don't want God in our government. We don't want God in pop culture. We don't want God in the workplace. We don't want God in our school systems. We don't want God in our homes. And sad but true, many folks don't even let God into their churches. There's an old sermon illustration about a nine year old boy named Joshua. And Joshua did not grow up going to church, but about three miles from his house, Uh, On his way back from school, he and his mom would pass this beautiful church, and his mom would tell Joshua, that's where Jesus is. That's where people go to find Jesus. And Joshua really wanted to meet Jesus, but his parents never took him to church. Well, one morning he decided to get up and go to church on his own, and he got up early to make that three-mile walk to church And Joshua was kind of a rough-looking kid from a bad part of town. He didn't know how to dress for church, so he just got up and threw some clothes on. And when he got to the church, they wouldn't let Joshua in. They said, hey, you need to run along. You need to go back to your side of the tracks. You need to go back to your mom and dad. But Joshua pleaded with them, and he said, listen, I want to meet Jesus. My mom said I could meet Jesus here. By this time, he had tears rolling down his face, and they would not let him in the church. And so he began to walk home. He was still crying, and suddenly he heard footsteps behind him, and then he felt a tap on his shoulder, and he turned around, he wiped his eyes, and he stared in amazement. It was Jesus standing there. And the Lord smiled at Joshua and gave him a hug and said, "'Don't be too upset, my son.' They wouldn't let me in there either. You know, America has done a very good job over the past few decades at distancing ourselves from God. And our text this morning is a very simple text. We've already spent some time here, but I want to take you back. It's one verse to James chapter 4, verse 8, which simply says this. Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And actually, all I want to focus on this morning is that phrase, draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. This is a concept. That is not just found here in the book of James. It is a concept that is common all throughout scriptures. So I just want to give you a few reference points. We're going to read these pretty quickly. Psalm 145, 18 says this, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. So when we call on him, he will draw near to us. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Back over in Psalm 73.28, it says this, But for me it is good to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge that I may tell of all your works. Hebrews 7.25 says, Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, through Jesus, since he always lives to make intercession for them. The prophet Isaiah says in Isaiah 55.6, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. And then again in Hebrews, Hebrews 11:6 says, and without faith it's impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You see, all of these passages, as well as many other passages in the Bible, deal with the concept of us drawing near to God and not distancing ourselves from God. John Piper says that drawing near to God is not a physical act. It's not like the people in the Old Testament who decided to build the Tower of Babel. They were going to, by their achievements, try to build a tower to make it into the presence of God. Drawing near to God is not necessarily going to a church building, and we have found that out the last six weeks. But what it is, is is, it's an invisible act of the heart. You can draw near to God while standing absolutely still. You can draw near to God while laying in a hospital bed. Drawing near to God is not moving from one place to another. It is a directing of the heart into the presence of God. And he's commanding us to come to him, to approach him, to draw near to him. And we must remember that we can draw near to him no matter what. I want to point out this morning that drawing near to God is directly related to being like God. Dr. A.W. Tozer, in his profound essay in one of his books entitled, Nearness is Likeness, says this, the more we are like God, the nearer we are to God. And so allow me to illustrate. I may be sitting on my couch in the living room with our dog sitting in my lap. Now, our dog is not a lap dog. He's a German short pointer, but he decided he wanted to be a lap dog. And so I can be sitting there with this dog in my lap, and my wife, Lindy, could be 20 feet away from me in the, di- at, in the dining room sitting at the table. Now, physically, the dog is closer to me because he's in my lap, and Lindy is 20 feet away. However, I am nearer to Lindy than I am to the dog Because the dog is unlike me. We have very little in common. And so drawing near to God is not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. To draw near to God, we become more and more like God. Scripture says that God is love. So we draw near to God by loving the least of these. The Bible says that God is holy. And and in 1 Peter 1.16, God says, Be holy because I am holy. God is joy. God is pure. And so when we display attributes like love and holiness and joy and purity, we are actually drawing ourselves closer to God. So if we would go back to James 4.8, the text says, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. And so as we draw near to God, he begins to draw near to us. And this is awesome news. I love how David states it in Psalm 65, 4. Here's what he says. How blessed is the one whom you choose and bring near to you. To dwell in your courts, to be satisfied with goodness, with the goodness of your house, your holy temple. Now I love this verse because when we pursue God, when we draw near to him, he begins to draw near to us. But when we choose to spiritually, socially distance ourselves from God, when we hold him at arm's length from us, God will not force himself on us. Those of you who are members here at Elevate Christian Church, we say this all the time around here. God is a gentleman. God would never force himself upon you. God has given you a great gift, the gift of free will. However, when we draw near to him, boom, he is right there drawing us in. If there's been distance... Between you and God, I want you to understand this, and I say this in love. It's not because of God, it's because of you. It's because of your sin, your hang-ups, your insecurities. It's never because of God. You know, one of the things that can really cause a person to draw near to God is suffering. And in America, we are in a season of suffering. Many of you watching have had loved ones who have come down with the coronavirus. Some of you watching may have lost loved ones to this virus. I know several of you are are probably not able to work. Your business has been shut down. Several of you have been furloughed. I know some of you have had to take a pay cut. And so definitely there is some financial suffering. And then there are many, many people in America who suffer from depression and anxiety, and isolation is one of the worst things for depression and anxiety. There is indeed a lot of suffering going on. And when we hurt, we tend to hurt others. So this is definitely, I believe, a time for us during this time of suffering to draw near to God. What's interesting is in in James 4.8, when James says to draw near to God, in the original Greek language, that is in the aorist, active, imperative tense. What that simply means is that this isn't a suggestion, this is a directive from God. God is not requesting us to draw near to Him. He's telling us we should draw near to Him. Sometimes when people suffer, They have a tendency to pull away from God and not to draw near him. But God is saying in the book of James 4.8 that if you want me to draw near to you, then you first must draw near to me. Now, I know some of you were thinking, well, that doesn't make sense. Why do I have to make the first move? Why do I have to draw near to God before he would draw near to me? And I believe God would say this to you. You didn't have to make the first move. I made the first move by sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross for you. So draw near to me and I will draw near to you. In other words, quit holding God at arm's length. Quit ignoring God's calling on your life. Quit trying to socially distance yourself from God. Quit running from God. One of the attributes that I possess that I believe was a gift to me by my father is a work ethic. My dad is probably one of the hardest working men that I've ever met in my life. And I learned that work ethic from him. Well, as a little boy, I always wanted to help my dad. When he was doing stuff around the house, you know, I I, I wanted to help him, as many young boys do. Well, I remember one particular time, my dad had gotten this picnic table, and it was unfinished, and he was going to put like a, a, a varnish coat on it. And so I asked, hey, can I help varnish the picnic table? And of course, my dad said, absolutely, sure. And so I only had one gear, and it was a high gear as a kid. And so I took the brush, and I started varnishing it. But I was going fast, and varnish was splattering everywhere. And my dad gently said, hey, you need to to slow down. You need to do this easy. You don't want to get this in your eyes. I mean, it would burn like crazy. And so I started to slow down. But before I knew it, I was slopping that varnish everywhere. And all of a sudden, I got varnish in my eyes. I had slopped it right into my eyes. And I remember it like yesterday. I dropped the brush and I said, I'm blind. I'm blind. I'm blind. And I began to run around the house. Now, I when I was a kid, I was very, very skinny, and I was very, very fast. I was like a cheetah going around the house, and my dad was behind me, pursuing me, trying to catch me. You know, I wonder what the neighbors thought, you know, this kid running around screaming and 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 the dad chasing him. Well, he couldn't catch me, and all of a sudden, I don't know why I did this, but I turned and started running the other direction, And I came around one corner of the house, my dad was still running this way, he came around that corner and boom, we collided. Now I took the the worst of that and I hit the ground, my dad grabbed me up, he took me into his house, he put me under a faucet, he washed my eyes out. Then he kind of just held me there in his arms for a minute and he said, hey, it's going to be okay, you're okay, you're not blind, you're going to be fine. And I want you to understand something, friends. Many of you are running from God. And this was before the COVID-19. You're not drawing near. You're very, very far away. The Bible says that you are blind. You're spiritually blind. God is still pursuing you. He's still waiting for you. And you have to do what I did as a young boy. You simply have to turn around and go the other direction. We use that biblical word repentance. That's what it means to do a 180 turn and go the other direction. Let the Father grab you up in His arms. Let Him bring you into His house. Let him wash you. Let him cleanse you. Let him restore your spiritual sight. Let him save you. Hebrews 10 19 through 22 says this. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain. That is, through his flesh. Let me stop right here. So the writer of Hebrews is transitioning. He's saying, listen, when Jesus died, the the temple curtain that separated the holy place from the holy of holies, the holy of holies was this place that only the high priest could go into once a year to offer a sacrifice of atonement for the entire nation. The writer is saying, listen, that, that has been torn. We're moving from an old covenant to a new covenant. Now catch this, verse 21. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Just like my father grabbed me up and took me into his house and washed, washed that out of my eyes, I think... Hebrews 10, 19 is a picture of the blood of Jesus washing us and cleansing us. He says to wash your bodies with pure waters. I believe that's referring to baptism. In the book of Romans, Paul tells us that we are buried with Christ and we rise to walk a new life. Our sins are washed away. And I would love to talk to you more about this. I would love to sit down with you over a cup of coffee and talk face-to-face, face-to-face about your faith walk with Jesus, about what it means to be saved, about how you put your hope and your trust in Jesus Christ. But unfortunately, I'm not able to do that now. And so here's what I would, I would love to ask you. If you're a person that's watching this and and you feel like you've been running away from God, you feel like you've been distancing yourself from God, and you want to draw near to God, and and you want to talk about what it means to surrender your life, what it means to be saved, I want to encourage you right now to text the word faith to this phone number 770-824-9141. And we will reach out to you today and we'll talk about what it means to put your faith, hope, and trust in Jesus Christ. About what it means to draw near to God. James 4 eight, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast today. If you'd like to learn more about Elevate or partner with us on what God is doing here, check out our website at elevatecc.com. Until next time, God bless you and thanks again.